I'm a free black man, hold up my head, black man. Beautiful black man, I don't that feel nice, man. I love your brother, black man, and chase your dreams, black man. And get that cream, black man, we the original man. All these this is Iron Mike Stedman, and you're listening to Confessions of a Native Son, a black veteran's perspectives on race, culture, and business. Today, I want to jump on the platform and talk to you all about gratitude and just how thankful I am heading into the new year. And so I guess I'll just go ahead and jump right into my confession. And it's that although I feel in, I'm feeling overwhelmed, out of shape, a little bit stressed out, and quite anxious, to be honest, I'm still extremely grateful for the opportunity to fill all these things. Um, and I'm grateful for, you know, everything that's happened to me to get me where I am today. Um, you know, I've been really working on maintaining like a positive mental attitude and just practicing the self-awareness that comes with, you know, catching yourself when you're in those woe was me moments and just taking a pause and saying, you know what? Life ain't so bad, right? Like people got a lot worse than I do. And, you know, when I think about this like pandemic in the last two years and how stressful it is being for everyone, you know, it's hard not to be thankful for all the stuff that I'm I'm able to get up and, and work on and projects I get to work on every day. You know, I'm not necessarily chasing wealth more. I'm chasing um, the human experience. Right. And I just want to have a, a joyful life and I want to enjoy the work that I do every day. And at times the work feels like the hurt locker. It's just like the grind, the hustle. And again, not the Gary Vanderchek kind of hustle, not like hustle porn, just hustle in a sense of like, I'm always feeling so damn busy. Um, but I'm working on good projects that really fill me up and fill my soul. So, you know, I can't help but look back, man, and think about like all the stuff that I'm doing now when I was dreaming about doing it. You know, sitting in my damn computer in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, or what we like to call North Crackalacky. Back in uh, 2014, dreaming about, you know, opening up my own boxing gym, yet here I am. Or, you know, in 2018, leaving my full-time job at St. Benedict's and thinking about, like, how the hell am I going to pay my rent three months from now? What is life going to look like, you know, three months from now? And I had absolutely no idea at the time, and then here I am. Or when you think about when the pandemic first hit and everything shut down, and I was like, this is it, you know? And then fast forward, you know, two years later, almost two years later, and I got a podcast production agency. We're kicking ass and taking names. And I'm just growing as an entrepreneur. I'm growing as an individual, man. And so I just can't help but, you know, feel thankful when so many people got it a lot worse than I do. And I'm feeling, I feel smarter too. You know, I put in a lot of time and work reading, taking classes, participating in workshops, just doing a lot of the work um, and it started to compound and I still got a long way to go. Y'all. I still got a long way to go to get to where I want to be. And I've been thinking about like what kind of goals am I working towards? Right. Because, you know, I've said it before, but it's like, you know, we always think we're working towards some like goal and then we accomplish it. And then that's it. You know, our life is going to be just so amazingly happy. But the reality of it is, is you got to enjoy life as it is currently, like, right, because, you know, this is really it. And that's why I was referencing the Hurt Locker, because I think I was watching a, a, I watched like a YouTube clip or something where I was talking about the movie and how the movie is really about like, 
Um, if you haven't seen the movie The Her Locker, it's about this like EOD tech in uh was it Iraq and just this crazy story um about him and what he's going through and his team and everything. And then you know, he ends up coming back home. Life is too simple for him, so he volunteers to go back, and that's where the movie ends. And the video was basically explained that the herd locker is just like, you know, sometimes people are like addicted to, you know, the the struggle, right? The struggle is where we find a sense of purpose and a sense of meaning. And without that struggle, right, people get lost. And, you know, um, I've just been kind of thinking about that and I want to do a more deep dive on it. But, you know, right now it feels like the struggle, but a good struggle because, again, everything that I'm dealing with now all the challenges I've, I'm facing as an entrepreneur, you know, as an author, damn, you know, as a veteran, Hoover veteran fellow, right? These are all things I've volunteered, raised my hand and said, hey, sign me up for, I'm agreeing to do it. And so, you know, just learning to trust the process and follow up with the process, because I think there's so many people out there that feel like they're not on a, a journey, you know, that they're just kind of spinning their wheels over and over. Um, and that either they're not challenged or they're just that they feel, they just don't feel any excitement. And I can generally say, like, I feel excitement um, each and every day. Now, one of the things I'm worried about, though, is that I do work a lot. Um, and I don't necessarily want to be, like, working all the time. But it's like, I don't know, man. I just I just really do find a sense of purpose and meaning when I am working, creating content or, you know, coaching at the gym or doing all these things. But at the same time, it's like I, I just miss when my mind was just quiet, right? And I could just think and just, you know, be silent and really just not feel so rushed. I guess that's the thing now is like, I always feel so rushed. And I wonder if y'all can relate to this feeling. And I don't know if it's just because the world has like transitioned to remote and, you know, people feel like they have 24 seven access to people versus when there were like set boundaries. But I guess in this like, this new age, right? There are less boundaries on people's time. It's like, we're always chasing that connection. And I'm guilty of it. You know, even at my ventures, I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something of like, you know, like, what am I should be doing to like grow these damn podcasts or uh, just send an email. I should be checking social. I should be doing something, but I want to work on that heading into the, um, into the holidays, man. And I got a couple going to be headed out to Texas um, for a couple of days and go see my family. And then uh, might be going out to the Dominican Republic to hang out with some friends. But during this time, you know, I do want to make sure that I'm spending some time meditating and reading. You know, one of the books I've read probably like, I feel like I've read it fucking like 10 times is The Alchemist by Paul Coelho. But uh, I just want to keep revisiting that book, man. You know, it's one of those books where it's like, it really is like the story of life, you know, and how, you know, we're, I don't know just what it means to like go and experience life in this journey told through this story of a guy chasing wealth. And again, I'm not necessarily chasing wealth per se. I'm more of like chasing this experience, but that book always just kind of speaks to me and resonates with me because I'll tell y'all what's going on right now too. And I think I talked about this when it was coming to like, moving the goalposts, right? So I am very happy of my accomplishments as of late, right? Now there is some, I've got some rough edges, right? Operationally, there's some things I can be doing better in my personal life and, you know, maintaining relationships and then also the how I run my businesses, but I still can't help but be, say, Mike, you know what you're doing? You can always do better, but be appreciative 
of what you've accomplished so far, right? So like, I can tell myself that. One of the areas I do need to improve on is getting back to making sure I'm protecting the base, right? And by protecting the base, I mean like my foundation of like working out every day, reading, meditating, writing, doing all the things I was doing when I didn't necessarily feel as successful or when I was like in the fight to get, you know, ironbound boxing off the ground or get ironbound media off the ground, right? Just straight hopes and prayers. But now that I'm in it, I'm like in the thick of it, right? Those things, you know, they tend to fall by the wayside. And so like, I'm not as happy with like my personal appearance and my shape and all that other stuff. And so, you know, I want to be aware of that heading into, I don't want to say head into the new year, right? Because everybody sets these new year resolutions and this and that. I'm just more talking about like awareness as like I continue to grow into wherever like I'm headed, you know? I'm going to sit down some time over the holidays. And in my uh, coaching group, the Lions Pride, we've got this uh, one-page personal plan, which we like to call the O3P, O3P. And this is where we map out like our quarter, uh, our our year, you know, three-year plan and then like 25-year plan of like what we want our life and the future to look like. Um, and it's just a way to like be really intentional about life. And I want to make sure I spend some time to do that, you know, put the phone away, not be distracted on that stuff and really think, think about it, man, because, you know, um, just got a lot of go great opportunities ahead of myself. And another thing to be thankful for is that like, I know there are a lot of veterans that listen to this podcast and, you know, veterans really do struggle transitioning out of the military because they feel like they've lost that sense of identity, that sense of meaning. Um, and I'm very thankful that I've been able to find my own like meaning. I, I don't, you know, I, I can't say that I've struggled with that transition. It's more of struggling with like growing into the new me or wherever that is. Right. So balancing personal relationships and making sure business and stuff is taken care of. And, you know, that's why it's really important to be intentional and sit down with this stuff. So I'm excited to make some time to do that. I want to make some time to read. Um, I'm probably going to play again and play the alchemist. Um, and listen to that, listen to some other audio books. I've been back at listening to audio books. I struggled for a little bit. Um, you know, I guess I was always commuting. So I was always listening to audio books, but you know, when the pandemic hit, I found me not listening so much, but now, right. Like I'm, I'm because I'm writing my own book, black veteran entrepreneur, I'm pulling back from consumption of content, at least around reading books. Right. And um, cause anytime I will sit down and say, Oh, I have time to read. Well, actually I have time to write. So I'm transitioning to audio books just because when I'm walking or commuting, it's a great opportunity to uh, listen to some of these more audacious books, right? Like those, you know, freaking, you know, like 500 page books, et cetera. So, um, getting back into that, listening to that and, uh, really just thinking about like, you know, man, I'm, I'm excited because I'm in this like emerging industry with this audio. You know, I'm probably, probably like five years or four years behind some of the early players, but there's still so much opportunity in the future in terms of what we can do with like audio storytelling and all these different mediums now. And so, you know, I'm really going to be leaning into that next quarter of just like, man, what can I do with audio? And that's why I'm giving myself permission to, you know, jump on here and do these solo monologues on uh confessions of a native son. And, uh, 
you know, because again, although I want this to be a book, right? Like write these essays and then have this sitting there on my bookshelf next to James Baldwin at the same time, right? I can appreciate what I've already built um, with regards to recording all these different episodes. And so little stuff like that. Um, that's, that's just kind of like what I've been thinking about. And you know what I want to do too? I might go back and listen to one of my previous, a couple of my previous episodes of Native Son because, uh, Confessions of a Native Son, because man, if y'all done, if y'all didn't hear some of them episodes like a year and a half ago when the pandemic first hit, right? It was not happy-go-lucky on some of them. You know, one of them, I think it was like my finest hour where I talked about, like, even though I was at my lowest, that I still felt like I was going to bounce back from it. And so it's pretty cool to kind of like be where I'm at now um, in the sense of, you know, just this kind of like entrepreneurial journey. And I don't even know, like, to describe myself as like more than just an entrepreneur, man. I really am like a renaissance man. Um, you know, I got a duff, I got my hand in a, a couple different hats, but there's just so much to describe me, I guess, you know? So it's like, people, what do you do? I'm like, man, listen, I do a lot of stuff. Um, uh, whether it's boxing, podcasting, you know, launching ventures, I don't know, et cetera. Now here's what I do want to, I, I do know this, right? Um, because I was listening to a podcast about it. When I think about like a BHAG for myself, when a BHAG is like a big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, so like a personal BHAG for me uh, with everything that I'm doing is to be a one-man venture studio. That is definitely something I'm thinking about of like, you know, I'm learning so much along the way about building brands, building platforms, et cetera. And I just, I like launching ventures, whether it's for-profit or non-profit, et cetera. But the day-to-day -day is such a hustle and it's such a grind, right? And I don't necessarily want to be doing the day-to-day -day things. I want to get them launched, get them to a certain point, and then have them running by putting somebody on them, like a CEO or something, or just having like a team run it. And so, you know, that is something that I want to work towards long-term is just being this like one van venture studio, which means I need to learn how to like be more operationally efficient, which I'm currently struggling with now. But again, right, like I've seen people do it. I've read about people do it. I've been listening to podcasts about it. There's this one guy named Andrew Wilkinson, who they describe as the Warren Buffett of the Internet. And so I've been listening to him. And uh, I think I can do it one day. Not yet, right? Like I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I've got to make sure that what I have now is successful. But that's something that I'm, I'm working towards. And so as I start to black plant, back plane, it's why I read so much business literature and why I produce so many of these you know, entrepreneurial podcast because the podcast represent an opportunity for me to do active learning, right? Beyond just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go read this book. It's like, hey, I have this show. I need to educate myself on the space and the industry, right? So I can serve my clients. So I read about it, you know, and then you're learning when you bring these guests on and, uh, you know, you're picking their brain and you're asking questions and all of this stuff, right? Like it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And so I know there's one book I wanna listen to on audio. It's called Buy Them, Buy Then Build by Walker Dibel because it's talking about like how, you know, uh, entrepreneurship through acquisition is a lot more, is a lot less risky than launching a startup, et cetera. And so, you know, I'm curious about that space because like I'm familiar with it just through the Lions Pride, my coaching group, um, and just talking with other entrepreneurs and reading. But I really want to learn the ins and outs of like that M&A space because one day down the road, you know, probably like 
I will say like three to five years from now, you know, uh, maybe I'll start purchasing businesses or something or go through that process myself. So again, just working myself back. And I'm also listening to that audio book called uh, The Business of Venture Capital, How to Launch a Fund or something like that. Um, I forgot the name of it, um, but it's this really massive book about venture capital. And I'll put it in the show notes, actually. Um, and I've been listening to that because I'm doing a pretty cool podcast with the Academy Investor Network um, as they roll out, um, you know, their fund, AIN fund, uh, and uh, just educate myself about that space and just educate myself about, you know, the venture capital. So, you know, it's an exciting time, man. The world, the universe, I just say the fourth universe, the world really is like my classroom. So, you know, I can learn, I can teach myself any and everything. And I just really do it through audio and reading and, you know, looking on the internet. So it's exciting time around that stuff. Um, what else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my amazing girlfriend, Simone Gates. You know, she's been sticking with me through thick and thin the last two years. Hasn't always been easy when you got both of us as entrepreneurs. Um, you know, she's in Harlem. I'm in Newark. And so, you know, balancing Ironbound Boxing, Ironbound Media, coaching at the gym, and then making sure I have time for her by coming to the city and everything hasn't always been the easiest, but I'm very thankful for her and very proud of what she's been doing with her brand, uh, Bade Collection, or actually Sincerely Bade, which y'all can check out. And maybe I'll get her on the platform. I've been wanting to get her on the podcast for a while just to um, talk about, you know, the experience of being a Black female founder, because we often talk about it. But one of the things, you know, I've been talking with her lately is that like, as the more successful I get, and I get to peek behind the veil of success, if that's even a thing, right? The less I find out it's as it's like what you think it is, you know? And I just kind of, I realize that like everyone struggles and everyone has their challenges. And more recently, right? I've just been telling myself, I've been noticing more frequently that like, yo, everyone that I know who is uber successful in business, right? Or just life, they all work really hard. You know, like I don't know anyone, at least in my circle, who I like aspire to be like, who I look up to, that doesn't work really hard. You know, and I think about like when I was younger, you just assume that people had like millions of dollars and they were just, you know, traveling, they weren't working, they weren't, you know, I don't know, like living these stressful lives. But then you get older and you're starting to network and be around people like that. And you realize like it's the same, you know, same shit, just different day, you know, just bigger problems. So now instead of having a hundred thousand dollar problems, you got, you know, a hundred million dollar problems. And uh just seeing the reality of how hard these people work, um, because I know how hard I work, um, is is super enlightening to me. So it's like again, right? I don't find myself really being envious of people as much, you know, there was a podcast agency, a company that I was looking up to. Um, and I don't know if I talked about this on a previous podcast. Maybe I did. I've done so many of these episodes, y'all podcast so much. I forget, <laughs> you know, whether or not I went over something before, but there was this company that I was uh, a little envious of or aspired to be like, you know, and then I was listening to the founder talk on a podcast and she was talking about how you know, they had to let off a bunch of staff, how they had run out of money multiple times and all this other stuff. Um, and I was just like, man, I had no idea. And so again, it makes me be more appreciative of what I've done and what I've built with my platforms, even though I'm not necessarily like printing money, but it does let me know that like, Hey, you are doing things right now. You can do things better, but that doesn't mean don't be a proud of, uh, of what you've accomplished. And so 
You know, we all only have like one life to live. Like, what's the point of being, you know, miserable and, you know, envious and jealous of all these other people, man? Just like really try to control what you have control over and, and focus on that. And I know at times it's easy to get like distracted by it, you know, because again, like me and my girlfriend, we're always coming across these different brands that just seem uber successful. But again, at the same time, it's like if you were able to see behind the curtain of what their business looks like or, you know, live their life or live their truth, which you really want it and more often than not. Right. So, you know, and, and here's the thing, too. I'll tell you. All right. Like when I think of like the lifestyle of like a writer, right, the quiet space, you know, maybe he's got a little cottage or something and he's just there cranking out, got his nice cup of coffee um, and he just sits down and writes each morning. Right. Like to me, that's like super dope. Right. And I don't need no big ass house and a lot of money and all the stuff to be able to do that. Now, it's nice to be able to like cover your expenses and your base. Right. But at the same time, it's like, man, like I just feel like so much of what we have now is just straight fucking clutter. You know, like what do we really need to like survive and thrive? You know, like all this this nonsense out here. Right. It's just like you're never going to have enough. You know, people out here just trying to keep up with the Joneses. Um, and it's so silly to me. Right. Um, because, again, that's why it's important that I sit down and be intentional. Like I talked about right now, that, uh, that life plan, that one page personal plan, just because. Right. Like, you know, am I I'm not necessarily like chasing money for the sake of oh, I want to chase money. Right. I want to make money to allow me to do the things that I want to do, which is invest in other businesses and write books and do all this other stuff. Right. That's the thing that that drives me, not necessarily the money per se. Um, but I wonder how many of y'all out there can relate. You know, like I said, I imagine myself like sometimes I really do wish I could just start over at times, not in a bad way. Right. Not like, oh, everything I have is so terrible, but just like. Sometimes I do wish I could just kind of just go off the grid and just like disappear for like three months and just write and work out and, you know, um, get out of the hustle and bustle. Um, but, you know, that's not always feasible at times, maybe one day, which is why I need to be that one man venture studio to have stuff um, working concurrently. But yeah, man, sometimes I do like a little isolation and, uh, just kind of get back to the core. So hopefully I'll have some time to do that over the holidays. I might not be able to disappear and go off the grid, you know, for three months, but maybe I go off the grid for like a couple days, you know, if the girlfriend lets me or, you know, even a few hours and just do some solitude. So, you know, try to stay away from online activities, but I, I really love podcasts and audio. So I'm like, that's what I'm doing on my phone is like, I'm always listening to audio. So it's like, oh, even if I want to put my phone away, I catch myself because I just always have like audio and stuff playing in the background. So I don't know, maybe I'll work on it this holiday season uh, to be, to, to practice some uh, quietness, some stillness and some gratitude. So I just want to let y'all know, man, y'all been listening to this show. Y'all been supporting me and I hope you're able to find some gratitude yourself uh, this holiday season. Um, and again, no matter where you are in life, right? Like I hope that this, this, this podcast brings a smile to you. You know, I know I cover a lot of different topics today. I jumped on gratitude. Uh, I think the previous episode I was talking on the black man's burden, but I, you know what I probably believe is that like you guys tune in week over week. If, I mean, I actually don't drop a show week over week, but you guys probably tune in 
because you're here, you're interested in hearing my thoughts, right? And, uh, you know, maybe I'm like accompanying you on some long road trip or something, or as you go out for your walk or whatever. And so, you know, um, you know, I really appreciate y'all tuning in and I want you to, you know, feel thankful and let me know what you're thankful for this holiday season. You know, um, shoot me a text or an email at Mike at, uh, sorry, shoot me a text at 832-284-1045 or just message me on Instagram or some of my social media channels and just let me know what you're thankful for um, this holiday season because I appreciate y'all and I'm excited to keep this platform going. I'm excited to just keep putting positive energy into the universe and to all the yo's out there who believed in me. My man, uh, Golden, you know, George Golden, I don't know if you're listening, but when I first came up with the idea for Ironbound Media, me and you talked for an hour, probably like an hour and a half. And we've talked about a lot of episodes I put out on this podcast, you know, guys like George, um, man, I, uh, y'all make this worth it. And that's why I wanted to jump on here, even if it was only for a short amount of time and uh, record and get an episode out um, on gratitude. So thank you all so, so much for tuning in. Um, and if you haven't done so already, um, please, please uh, leave us a review for this show and share it with others in your network that you feel can benefit from uh, listening to Confessions of a Native Son. I'd like to acknowledge our sponsors for this show, which include my organization, Ironbound Boxing, as well as Dope Coffee, a lifestyle brand that pairs urban Black culture with innovative product offerings in the coffee industry. My plan is to release another episode, uh, at least another episode before the holiday, before New Year's. If I don't, you'll be hearing from me again uh, after the holidays, after the holiday season. So I uh, hope you all have a great week. Hope you all have a great holidays. Until next time, peace, love, stay grateful. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm a free black man, hold up my head, black man. Beautiful black man, I don't have feel nice, man. I love your brother, black man, and chase our dreams, black man. And get that cream, black man, we the original man.